Welcome to This is the Author, where authors talk about narrating their audiobooks. In this episode, meet English teacher Kelly Trelevin, author Justin Taylor, and parenting coach Megan Leahy. Join each of these authors in the recording booth as they discuss their new books, the complexities of teaching and learning, and the intimacy that the audio format can bring to the written word. Enjoy. This is Kelly Trelevin, author of Love Teach, real stories and honest advice to keep teachers from crying under their desks. I wrote my book because my rookie years of teaching were very difficult for me, and I wanted other teachers to know that they're not alone, that someone else has been there, and maybe a few pieces of advice on how to improve. If I had to describe what it was like to record my audiobook in one word, that word would be illuminating. (laughs) It was really interesting to learn all the things that go on behind the scenes and things that I didn't realize about myself as a reader. I'm constantly adding words that aren't in there. (laughs) But yeah, it was illuminating. I realized I had trouble pronouncing regularly and particularly even now, I had to really slow down and make sure I got them right, so I won't, I won't be writing those words anymore. I'm excited that listeners will hear me read the letter to my students at the end. It was a very powerful letter for me to write. It always feels powerful for me to read, and, and I hope that they will feel like I am reading that to them as well. If I wasn't going to record my audiobook, I would cast Sinead Burke. She is an Irish writer and activist. She used to be a teacher, and she has the most soothing Irish accent and voice. You know, listeners might be confused how this Irish teacher ended up teaching in America, but it's fine. They'll get over it. She's got a great voice. The last audiobook that I listened to that I loved was Bossy Pants by Tina Fey. It came out over a decade ago, but... It is so great to hear her read her own words, and I listen to it at least once a year just because it's so funny and her humor is so wonderful. It's a great book. My favorite place to listen to audiobooks is in the car on the commute to and from work. You know, I've I've got like 30 or 45 minutes, depending on traffic, to get to school, and it's just a great way to get more book time in there. And now, listen to a clip from my audiobook. I joke sometimes that I knew nothing about being a teacher until I became one, but I knew a few things. First, I knew why I wanted to be a teacher. I love kids, I'm a hard worker, I believe in giving back, and I value so many of my own teachers and the impact they had on me. I was also certain I wanted to teach English because I love anything involving words whether it's writing them, reading them, talking about them, or getting other people excited about them. I also knew the textbook version of how to teach from my pedagogy courses, a good chunk of which I would discover wasn't relevant to my situation when I was faced with real life. Hi, this is Justin Taylor. I'm the author of Riding with the Ghost. It's a memoir about 
my father and our very close but very difficult relationship during what turned out to be the last years of his life and then the first year of my life living without him. And through thinking about that, thinking about him, I came to ask a lot of questions about illness, about family, about religious faith. And the book sort of came together as a way to explore all those things and put them into conversation with each other. I have a lot of memories of being read to as a child. My parents, one or the other, both of them read to me every single night. It was kind of a sacred ritual from when I was very, very young. It was a really big part of my childhood, the value of reading and and the experience of being read to. As I've gotten older, you know, I go to many readings and get to give readings sometimes. So I think that hearing work aloud, especially if it's being presented in the author's own voice, is a really amazing way to experience a piece of text. You learn something about it. You can attach this new dimension to it that, you know, maybe you couldn't if you were just reading at home. I should say, too, that that reading work aloud is also a big part of my writing practice. I write from voice and toward voice. And so I read my work aloud to myself when I'm revising it. I like to make sure that I can actually speak it the way I'm hearing it in my head. I will use sound, rhythm, tone to shape the direction of a sentence, of a paragraph, sometimes even you know allowing it to drive the meaning a little bit. That's probably more the case in fiction than nonfiction, since in nonfiction you don't get to make things up. But all the same, I love the sound of language, and I think anything that brings that to life is really wonderful, both for the author and for any audience they may have. I think one thing that's really exciting about the audiobook format is the intimacy of it. You know, I've spent the last few days reading the entire book out loud, start to finish, which is a very different way to experience my own work, to, you know, be with it for these long stretches, to have to speak all of it. It's very different than, you know, the way the writing process happens, which is usually in little pieces and parts and a little bit at a time. And hopefully, if I've done my job as the narrator, it's just sort of a different job than the author, you've felt some of that intimacy too, that feeling of being spoken to, of being in the company of another person. You know, I think reading is a very solitary act, and there's something really beautiful and worthy about that solitude of sitting curled up with a book, kind of being alone with yourself and creating the voice in your head, but having the actual company of another person, maybe, you know, the author or performer, it's a different kind of intimacy. I don't know that an author's performance of an audiobook is necessarily the definitive one. I think the author makes their definitive statement in writing their text, and I think that's the thing that they can, you know, lay a claim to. I do think there's something to be gained from hearing the author's work and the author's own voice. It can add a lot, but there's also something really exciting about hearing an author's work interpreted by somebody else, you know, in much the same way that you wouldn't expect a playwright to perform in every version of their own play. I think there's a lot of room for, you know, for letting someone else take a crack at it and explore it. I mean, I was really grateful to be able to read this myself and present it in my own way, but I don't know, you know, maybe someone else could do it better or uh, a cast of thousands could bring it to life in a way that I couldn't do on my own. And now, listen to a clip of Justin Taylor's audiobook. 
My father had decided that he would end his life by throwing himself from the top of the parking garage at the Nashville airport, which he later told me had seemed like the best combination of convenience, that is, he could get there easily and unnoticed, and sufficiency, that is, he was pretty sure it was tall enough to do the job. I never asked him what other venues he considered and rejected before settling on this plan. He probably did not actually use the word best. It was Mother's Day, 2013. Hi, this is Megan Leahy, author of Parenting Outside the Lines. I wanted to write this book for and to all the parents I hear from day in and day out. My bread and butter is very intimately speaking with parents about their families and their children. And I did not want this book to be a lot of to-dos and data, mostly because I find that stuff profoundly boring. And so I wanted this book to be human and for them. I was inspired really by my clients, by my own life. If I had to describe what it was like to record my audiobook in one word, (laughs) I can't describe it in one word. It was awesome, hellacious, and completely cringy to read my audiobook, but I'm grateful. I'm still grateful, even for the cringing. Is there a word or phrase that I realized I didn't know how to pronounce? Yeah, it's kerfluffle, and it's actually kerfuffle. There isn't an L, but I've literally been saying it wrong for, I guess, my entire life. And I think it's funny because (laughs) I use that word at least, I don't know, guys, what, like three times? Who knows? But I'm going to keep saying kerfluffle because I like it better that way. It's coinage, right? I'm excited for people to hear the book in my voice. I think if somebody else had read it, it just wouldn't have come across the way I meant it to. And so I'm excited for everyone out there to hear how I really sound, maybe a little more elevated, because sometimes I sound a little more like Delaware. But I'm excited for that. It helps you guys to get to know me. Who's my dream narrator? I mean, duh, it's Oprah. Because no matter what she says, she says it with gravitas. And I also just love her. I also love Amy Sedaris. And I think she'd be funny as shit. And I wouldn't mind if she read it, too. Or even David Sedaris, who is also an extraordinary reader of his own work. Okay, okay, yeah. So let's go David Sedaris. And David Sedaris, if you ever hear that, I will come and be with you anywhere. So I listen to a lot of audiobooks because I find myself in a car a lot. I really love City of Girls by Elizabeth Gilbert. It's not typically a book I would love, but it just moves, and the characters are juicy, and she paints a scene. And it was the kind of book that I sat in the driveway and kept listening to. That's when you know it's good. I either listen to audiobooks in my car or dog walking and cleaning. And now listen to a clip from Megan Leahy's audiobook. In much of America today, 
the parenting culture picks up speed early and never seems to slow down. As soon as you become pregnant, no, as soon as you couple up, it seems that the entire world rises up and sends you website after website of activities you and your child will need to do ASAP. This is the Author is a production of Penguin Random House Audio. Thank you for listening. For more behind-the-mic content and audiobook recommendations, visit www.penguinrandomhouseaudio.com slash next listen.